Ayers on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. Well, hello, loyal listeners. This is Richard. I'm sitting at our home, and I am not joined by Linda at my side. I'm joined by Linda on her phone, sitting in a parking lot somewhere. At least I hope she's on. Are you there, sweetheart? Well, I don't hear you. Can you hear me? Now I hear you. Now I hear you. I Um, thought you were not here, but you are. I am at the parking lot at Costco, and I have to say I have been on the road for nonstop for the last month, it seems like, to get ready for a very exciting event in our family, which is a wedding. So we thought we'd do the show today on weddings, but... Before we launch into it, Linda, just a couple of things occur to me. Number one, what better place to do a show about families than the Costco parking lot? That's that's pretty appropriate, I would say. Absolutely, I have to agree. Number two, um, I was just thinking how um, interesting it is that I'm on a landline, so the quality of my voice is probably perfect, and you're on a cell phone, so... Not so much with you, and it's a little like when we speak together, and oftentimes we have two microphones, and one is louder than the other one, and you always take that loud one because you want to have control. So, ha-ha, I've got the landline today. Ha-ha, I'll try to speak pretty loud (laughs) to overshadow you. The third thing I wanted to say is I kind of like coming on right after the BYU Sports Show, which we sometimes do, because... We get caught up to date, and we're kind of happy about BYU being four and zero in football and doing so well in other things, aren't we? We're we're a little bit happy. I used to be a BYU Cougar. We are happy. We love the song "Happy." We did the most fun video this summer at our reunion um, based <laughs> on that wonderful song. And uh, our son, actually, this is a little bit of an aside, but he sent everybody an assignment of three seconds, about ten three-second blips. And wherever they were, because the kids are all over the world, they had to um, send in these little video clips. And then he put it all together. And it was pretty fun. This is kind of a stream of consciousness show. I say I'm happy because BYU is 4-0, and Linda talks about the song called Happy. And now we're going to freeform it back to the idea of the theme of this show is weddings. And it is our youngest daughter who's now planning her day of all days for the uh, 9th of October. And we're getting down. How much time have we got left, honey? 18 days. 18 until days. Um, 18 actually, days. And we, we are really happy about this except we have to keep reminding ourselves how much fun we're having some days, right? Well, this is the wedding of all weddings, and and as our daughter appropriately keeps reminding us, I am the last one, and so we should go all out. So three wedding receptions, one here, one in Texas, where her fiancé is from, and one in Palo Alto, California, where they live, not to mention the family dinner and the friends' dinner, And, oh, let's not forget the actual wedding ceremony itself. 
Yes, absolutely. I have to say, and showers, mini showers. We were talking to our friends on Saturday who did a neighborhood shower for our daughter because we've lived in that neighborhood for about 30 years and everybody remembers her from the time she was a little toodler. And it really was fun to hear about the funny wedding stories we got going on this. One time I actually had my book club come to a retreat and we all talked about wedding disasters and it would make a great book, honey. I I know you may not be too interested in that, but a lot of women would really be interested in that because really there's a disaster a minute when you're planning a wedding. Um, one, one bride's mother said that, um, they were taking the pictures and a bird in the tree above had been eating blueberries or some kind of blueberries and pooped on the wedding dress, which was silk <laughs> and un, undoable. Um, another bride there, another mom there said, oh, my dress, the zipper just popped wide open just as I was ready to walk out and take the pictures. And, uh, she said, all we could do is just smile, and my mom safety pinned it together, and we did the best we could. Anyway, um, we've had kids run out of gas on the freeway and miss the family pictures, and there's always a disaster a minute with weddings. Well, when you see a, a, a radio show half hour entitled Weddings, you could you could imagine it to be all kinds of things. It could be, as you're doing now, all the disasters that have happened to weddings. It could be the logistics of planning weddings, or it could be some interesting statistical stuff. Like we were looking at a study the other week that was trying to get at what makes a marriage last. In other words, what factors uh, are consistent with a marriage that lasts and doesn't dissolve, doesn't end in divorce. And believe it or not, one of the factors that these researchers found that was directly correlated to a stable, long-lasting marriage was a big wedding with more than 100 people attending. Now, really? I didn't see that. Think about that. And some that. people would say, well, what on earth difference would that make on whether you had a big wedding or not? Why would that factor into whether a marriage was going to last? But then you think about it a little longer and you say, well, that probably would mean that these were social, sort of motivated people with friends. It would probably mean that they that they valued marriage because they put a lot into it and had a big marriage. It would probably mean that they were people who had the support of family and friends and so on. So when you really think about it, that makes sense that those who have a big wedding probably, not because of the big wedding, but because of the same things that caused the big wedding would also contribute to a stable and long-lasting marriage. But I thought that was very interesting. Or well, getting back to my... Be, wait, yeah, before sir. you go on, it could yeah, also yeah. mean that um, they're just too embarrassed to get divorced because they oh, have this big right. wedding and they don't want to disappoint their parents. And all, all those people were there. We, we better spirit. stay married, honey, because a whole lot of people think we are married. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There are lots of reasons. Yeah, and I was just going to say one other thing you might think this show was going to be about, if you just saw the title, Marriage, you might say, well, maybe it's about a very, very serious social and cultural problem that uh, the, the civilized world is facing right now, which is fewer and fewer people are choosing to get married. And I mean dramatically fewer 
more and more the attitude is, uh, let's not rush into marriage. Let's take our time. Let's live together for several years and make sure we're compatible in every way. And then if we are, maybe then we will go ahead and and get married. I was talking to... uh, uh, to a friend the other day, and and we we were on the subject of you know what does commitment mean in that type of marriage? Well, that is someone essentially saying, let me try this out for a while. The old logic, you know, you wouldn't buy a car if you hadn't taken it for a test drive, and so on. And maybe after a few years, when we're sure it's going to work, then we will make a commitment to each other. And this friend was saying. That's such a bad misunderstanding of what commitment is. It's commitment you need in order to make it last a few years. If you're waiting a few years and then making the commitment, guess what? The commitment was what you needed at the beginning in order to make it last a few years. So I'd like to cast a vote for commitment at the outset, not at the culmination. I know, and I'd like to cast a vote for marriage is really fun. I mean, you know, we don't see enough of that when we see marriages. That We hear so much about divorce. More than 50% of people get divorced, and you can maybe address that in a minute. But um, nobody really talks about how fun it is to be married, to have a partner, to have somebody to share everything with to bounce your ideas off, to help you when you're going through hard times and so on. It have is a good stiff a argument with thing. now and then. Yeah, oh, that's the most important part right there. <laughs> well, no, you're right, Linda, and I, you're right. You, you know me so well, you know I had to correct that statistic. What are the worst statistics getting thrown around? And you see it everywhere. Half of marriages end in divorce. and. And, you know, so what is that doing to people? Oh, my gosh, why why take the risk? Why get married? I've only got a 50-50 chance of surviving. What, this, what the numbers usually don't tell is that, that it, it's true. There are half as many divorces as there are marriages in a given year. But what it doesn't factor in is that many of those divorces are from second or third or even fourth marriages. And the statistic that's really relevant, and I think this is a very hopeful one, is that 80% of first marriages are still in force. The people are still married after 25 years. Now, that's, that's pretty good. That, that's pretty optimistic. You, if you were a betting person, you might not bet on a 50-50 deal, but you'd probably bet on an 80-20 deal. And I hope you're not betting people, but I just thought I'd throw that out. So, so don't don't be put off by the statistics. But we're, we're really not here today. I'm going to say a couple more things in a minute about our worries about the decline in marriage. But, but when we get to the second half of the show, let's go your direction, Linda, and say, you know, marriage, for most people, thank goodness, and I, I still think there's a kind of a silent majority on this one, for most people, marriage is a joyful occasion and a memorable one. And one that we sometimes go overboard on and maybe we splurge a little, but then we say to ourselves, you know, it only happens once. We hope it only happens once. And if you're a parent, you tend to say, I'll tell you what, if I'm going to give away my daughter, the dad says, I'm going to do it in style. And and maybe the mom says, uh, this is the closest I'll ever get to the memories of my own marriage. And it becomes a joyful celebration, although some of the preparation leading up to it 
is a little tedious, and it may be one of the biggest tests for the fiancés. Can they, if they can get through the planning and the details and the all the rigmarole of get, leading up to a marriage, maybe after the marriage will seem even sweeter. Well, you know, it really is interesting because this is our tenth wedding. Do you re- realize that, honey? Are you um, counting our our own wedding, or are you just counting our kids? No, I'm not counting our own wedding. I'm counting our kids and oh, two because that there we are kind two of adopted. semi-adopted kids. We have a darling girl from Bulgaria and a wonderful young man from Ukraine who kind of came and lived with us for a while, and we kind of to semi-adopted them, and so we had weddings for them as well. We did and put so, on their weddings. You're right about that. So it is number 10. and that Number in that way 10. Of, and by this time, you know, the first thing we say to these kids at the, about the last five, I think, is, now look, here's some money. You can take the money and run. Uh, or we'll have a big reception. <laughs> Dang it. They don't choose the first one. They just all You can take it and go reception. on an elaborate honeymoon and not have a reception. And nobody's taken us up on that, and so we've had to do it every time. <laughs> but some people do, and that's great, and we admire them. And and but some people just have been thinking about it for their whole lives, and that's just their big biggest deal, which happens to be the case in our little Pinterest girl charity. Yeah, which let's take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll we'll have a few more macro things to say about marriage as an institution, and a, quite a few more things to say about the micro of our own marriage, and maybe your own marriage. We'll be right back. Ayers on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. And we're back, and we are on the road more figuratively than literally this week as we, well, I guess well, literally as we run around here and there trying to get... Yourself, I, have, I have actually run two tanks of gas out in the last four days. <laughs> yeah, you know, the thing about Linda, I'll just tell you, I'll let you listeners in on a little secret. Linda has a hard time saying no, and and she never says no when it has to do with her daughter's wedding. Bless your heart, honey. You are, you are wonderful. But we gotta let we gotta let the kids know when the wedding's over. No more, um, no more errand girl mom. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when your daughter down. lives in in Palo Alto, and you live in Utah, and she only comes home once every three weeks to do the planning, then, you know, and we we kill ourselves to get everything done while she's here, but there's just a lot that doesn't get done. So, Well, anyway. you love it. You love it, and, and I do too, and well, we should, because, I mean, what could be greater? Think, just You know, one of the things that, again, I don't want to get social in my commentary here or anything, but... There's so much debate about marriage and about so many aspects of it and and so on. And sometimes we just have to pull back a little and take a deep breath and think, you know, when two people get married, there is this amazing mental and many would say spiritual transformation going on. And, And it's is is there any greater change in life, any greater voluntary change in life than than a, an, a, a single person, an individual, essentially making a decision, hopefully based on love, to say, you know, from now on, I'm actually making a sea change. This is like 
the dividing point of my life because from now on I'm actually going to care more about this other person than I care about myself. And I'm actually going to willingly sacrifice some of my freedom, some of my options, some of my uh, latitude and, and opportunity. I'm going to willingly give those up in order to take on some responsibility, some sacrifice, some obligation. I mean, that's an amazing shift that people make. And, and, and maybe that's why there are more and more people who are hesitating longer and longer to make that shift because it is a big deal. It is, it's a more fundamental change than probably anything else that we ever do in our entire lives. It's so true, and there's so many young adults. There's so many that are waiting later and later to get married. Um, I mean, hundreds of thousands just in our area. There are so many, and parents are getting worried because they're waiting later and later and deciding they don't want to take the responsibility. They're pretty happy the way they are, and, you know, it's it's like taking a pill um, to, you know, change your life. When, as you were saying, Richard, if you dive into marriage, I, I just kind of laugh so hard when they have all these medical advertisements. They're so funny. They say, you know, take this and it will make you feel so much better. Except that, you know, you may die and you may this and that. Oh, and they the list other all and the side effects. All those long <laughs> oh, side I see effects. What I wish you're I saying. Had, <laughs> I wish I had my medicine. I mean, I just got picked up. I got some shingles over it. In addition to everything else, wouldn't you know it? I got shingles. Anyway, I went to pick up the meds and I just read the side effects and I just thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe I am taking this. And But I think sometimes marriage is like that. I mean, you think, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm losing all my freedom. And da, 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 da. You know, you go through all those side effects. and But the bottom line is... So wait, so wait. Are you saying that there should be like... <laughs> Some kind of a legal document when you get married, and it has to say potential side effects of marriage, and then it right, lists yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, there could be some really funny ones, and there could be some really seriously uh, scary ones, you know, just like in the medications. But so you're saying all... so. So let me clarify. You're saying just like after people hear those ads on TV, they they do well to say, "Wait a second, I'm not taking that if it could do those two <laughs> things to me," and me. Maybe that's no, what no. people are doing about marriage. They're like, no. wait a second. <laughs> no, but you have to combine that with the ads that end. But the bottom line is priceless because it is priceless to be married and to have a partner and have somebody to argue with and, and have fun with and enjoy life and have children with and all that. So there's so much more on the other side, but I just think it would be really funny to do uh, a marriage ad using both sides because it really both would. Sides and, and are there. Maybe maybe one reason you're thinking about advertising, honey, is that we've we're on a little committee where we're working with some people on how to encourage marriage. And and I, I don't know if I can verbalize this. I hope I can get out what I'm thinking right now. But some of the people on the committee think that uh, you know the ads ought to ought to say, you know, they ought to be about duty and responsibility and make the sacrifice and do your duty and take responsibility, do the right thing, 
get married. And and I I find myself thinking, let's not say that. Instead, let's make it exciting. Let's say, hey, maybe you're a hang glider. Maybe you've jumped off a mountain or out of a out of an airplane in a parachute, or or maybe you've uh, you know skied down a black diamond hill. And maybe you like taking risks. Maybe maybe you get your adrenaline from. Uh, doing sort of edgy things. Well, if you want to really take a risk and really get your adrenaline going and really live an adventure, try getting married. Now you're really living on the edge. You know, because the fact is there is nothing more adventuresome than deciding to share your life with another person, hopefully forever. I mean, that's the funny thing is is high risk, high reward. We say that all the time in investing or in how much effort we put into a sport or whatever. But the same thing applies to marriage. High risk, high reward. Yes. Are we going to sit there and tell people it's not a risk to get married? No. We've just been telling our own daughter this is risky business. But high risk, high reward. This is how you'll find the greatest happiness. Not by taking the easy way out of saying, you know, it's easier to just take care of myself and watch out for my own needs and so on. That's the low risk, low reward. Absolutely. Actually, now that you're talking about advertisements, you got me going because our very favorite one we think was made in a foreign country, and I don't even know what they were advertising. Maybe I when you do. Go ahead and describe it. But anyway, it is just such a fun ad because nobody says anything. It's 90 seconds of just little vignettes that they show you this this young couple having so much fun with their friends and going out and doing all kinds of fun things, and then they get married, and then they have this baby, and then they see their friends having such a good time, and they're they're home with the baby, and they're they're you know see all this stuff life kind of passing by because they're home with the baby, and then you see the wife come out of the bathroom and the the guy is holding their baby who's now about a year and a half old and she holds up this pregnancy stick that shows positive. And it, you think he's going to absolutely melt and die. Well, you and think he, he's going to scream because all you see... And by the way, there's no voiceover. There's no dialogue. Yeah, and this is just yeah, all, all told with these emotional pictures and music. But you see the guy look up and his mouth comes wide open like he's going to let out a bloody scream and then he just starts yelling and whooping for joy they're going to have another child and they're just so overwhelmingly happy and by the way it's an ad for coke linda oh is it oh sorry (laughs) it's an international (laughs) coca-cola advertisement and bless their heart Whatever you think of Coca-Cola, you got to love that ad. At least oh we do. Oh, my gosh. It's just our favorite because, really, there are a lot of hard times in marriage. And when you have children, there are a lot of grueling times. There are a lot of arguments and disagreements. But in the end, it just gives you so much joy that you just think, yes, let's do this again. It was just such a fun ad. Well, now back to our personal situation. Let me just say a couple more things because I think people love to, to – talk about marriage in kind of an intimate way because it's such an intimate subject. And and in our case, um, one of the things that, that I'm feeling so much, and I, I've got to go check out that movie Father of the Bride again and watch it. Linda, remind me oh. to do that sometime before the wedding. Oh, cause, you will feel a little you know, bit better Steve, when you watch that because Steve really Martin. we have not gone whole hog like they did. No, that's, that's true, but I want to watch that again. But anyway, what I was thinking is, 
you feel so many interesting emotions. You feel, as parents uh, of the bride or of the groom, you feel the emotion of, of, you know, of sorrow in a way, of giving up a child in a way and turning over the destiny of the the child, really, in many ways, to this new commitment they have. And, and, you know, they're leaving you for someone else, and there's a lot of emotion there. But you also feel this remarkable sense of gratitude that that they found someone you know when you think about it when 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 kids i say kids they're you know it's a generic term but when they find someone and they really feel this connection they fall in love that's that's a miracle in and of itself it's like a needle in a haystack how did they find each other what a blessing and then the other thing you feel and i think all parents listening will identify with this you feel a really unique and quite wonderful kind of love for the boy or the girl who's now going to become your son and daughter-in-law because you you feel like this person is completing my son or daughter. This person is going to make my son or daughter happier than I could ever make them. And there's this wonderful sort of gratitude and love that you develop for this new person i mean here's your own daughter you've raised her for all these years you know her intimately and here's this other person you've only known for a short amount of time you don't know very much about him yet you have a wonderful almost irrationally quick kind of love for this person who's going to become your son or daughter-in-law but more importantly going to complete the life of the one you love so much I do have to say that it's not always like a fairy tale. <laughs> because right, exactly. There are things that happen that are really sad and really scary, and there are times when it, people are better living lives apart down the road. But wow, this is the best place to start a, a marriage with a really wonderful feeling about this person that your daughter or son is marrying. And a great commitment. I, the time flies when you're having fun, honey. We're out of time. I'll let you have the last word. But I just want to say we'll see you next time on Ours on the Road. And I'd like and to say I hope I survive. <laughs> I'm sure we Linda's, will. It's going to be so fun. If, if Linda's still around next week, we'll keep on going. All right. Talk to see you, you soon. Then. 